Okay, so uh, beyond this podcast, you guys know that I'm also a teacher. I teach about geography and environmental and economic issues are very important to me. And so I actually have a startup. It's uh, like an Uber for everything or an Airbnb for everything. So on Airbnb, you could rent out your house. Well, on Renta, you could rent out any good service or space. So if you have a wet vac or a pressure washer that you're not really using all the time, rent it out. Or if you are a jujitsu black belt and you offer private lessons, you could rent that out at any price. Or if you have gym space, you could rent that out. Or if you're a nutritionist on the side. The idea is I wanted to help freelancers make money and you keep 100% of everything that you ask for. And uh, the idea is to reduce consumption and keep money local. You could also look at it as uh, the next generation of Craigslist. And so if you like the podcast and you kind of trust me, I would love if you check out the app and download it. If I become rich, we could just keep making fight content all the time. So uh, give it a look. Renta, that's R-E-N-T-A-H.com. Welcome to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast with your hosts, Arturo and Anu. All right, so yesterday concluded UFC 267. I loved it. What did you think? Yeah, it was such a like a, a positive, like feel-good championship fight with Glover winning at 42 years old and just like, I think this is his second title fight, and the first one was seven and a half years ago. Yeah, just like a lot of crazy fights and interesting things happening, and I think things that lead to like where the sport is trending. So I feel like it was like a, somewhat of like a microcosm. I thought, mm. yeah, I, it was like well, definitely one of my favorite pay-per-views in a while. Maybe just because everybody I was rooting for kind of won. <laughs> what do you think was the best fight? I think it was the one that I was most excited for, Kamzat. Chemaev. Okay. And how he just dominated. Yeah, he did. And yeah, he just kind of kept that hype train going. And I feel like he might be the most exciting new prospect in the UFC. Like, I think his YouTube, every time they report on him, he's like so popular and he's just dominating and he's vicious. And it's just that like Russian wrestling, but like he grew up in Sweden and he trained at All Stars. So he's just like, Everybody just, yeah, raves about him. I'm excited. I just want to see him fight again. Like, the fact that he didn't get hurt, I want to see him get again soon. Yeah, he could fight really quickly if he wants, yeah. Um, or the lack of damage he's taking is pretty awesome. I saw him do an interview post-show. You can definitely tell he did not understand English well. <laughs> and for people that didn't see it, he fought a Li Jing Liang, and he is just like... He's the number 11th ranked fighter at the welterweight. Like, he's just good. Like, you know, he's always a game fighter. He's beaten. He's always a test. And the fight just started out with, like, Kamzat going for a takedown and then literally carrying him towards Dana White and then, like, throwing him down and then eventually getting, like, a choke within a minute, Mm -hmm. a minute and a half. And that's it. He didn't take another punch. So it's been four fights, and he's only been punched twice. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Who would you like to see him fight next? Where does he go? Like, what do you think is going to happen to him? I don't know because he likes to fight at mil- uh, middleweight and welterweight. So I don't know. It, it's like I don't see many people wanting to fight him. Yeah, I think they said he's going to focus on welterweight right now, and then he's going to go up to middleweight. All right, but so f- so for yeah. now he wants to focus on that. 
I think he's only one fight away from a championship. Oof, I don't know about that. I think they love him. I think they're like, who else is Usman going to fight? Usman already beat everybody that's ahead of him. Yeah, that would also require him getting a top five guy. That, that's, I don't know. I could see him fighting Gilbert Burns. I feel like Gilbert Burns doesn't back down from anyone. That's a good pick. I think that could be. And if Leon beats Jorge, I could see Leon in like a yeah. close fight. I don't know. Maybe having to fight Kamzat. I'm not sure. Welterweight is the most notorious weight class for not fighting each other. Yeah. Right? Like no one wants to take fights at welterweight. You got Colby, Masvidal, Leon. All these guys at the top that just don't want to fight, except Burns. Yeah, exactly, except Burns. Yeah. And, and Burns is probably the second best, I think, mm. in my ranking. And so I would love to see that fight. And if he beats Burns, then yeah, can he beat somebody like Usman or Covington, because they're fighting next week, that also have like amazing wrestling? Like, is Kamzat's mm. wrestling just that good? And is he that dominating? And that would be like, yeah, I want to see Usman fight somebody that he hasn't fought that could beat him. And I feel yeah. like Hamzat's like really the UFC's like last chance at that for a while. Maybe. Yeah, I, I like Hamzat a lot. I hope he does climb his way up for sure. And then that's he's who I'm most excited for too, like coming up. Yeah. And I think I have him in our fantasy thing. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, he just dominated, crushed. So I feel like, yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully the hype train continues. I want to root for him. All right. Speaking of hype trains, you want to talk about Makachev? Yeah, exactly. And that's what I meant, like, microcosm. Is it that these just, like, Russian wrestlers are going to take over the sport? And I feel like some people love it. Some people are a little upset about it. Like, I feel like it's, like, in another sport, say, like, the defense just gets so good and you can't, like, break through it where it's, like, but people still want to see, like, the touchdowns, the home runs, you know, like, mm -hmm. the big things. And, and, like, Makachev, like, just, he just controls you and then just ends you. Yeah, I mean, as long as it's a finish... I think people are okay. I'm okay with it. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Like, who's going to stop it? And, yeah, he just has Khabib as his coach. It just seems, like, unfair a little bit that, like, it is Makachev takes down Hooker, like, brings him right by the cage, right where Khabib is, and then he's just getting instruction on how to just mm. dominate him and then gets him in, like, a Kimura and almost, like, rips his shoulder off. Yeah, Dan, uh, Dan Hooker, who I feel bad for at this point, he contested it. Yeah, he said he didn't tap, but... Correct, he didn't. He, I feel like a lot of people have, like, stretchy that area, but eventually it's going to snap. Yeah. That ref saved his, like, uh, I don't know, like a year uh, of his career, I feel like. Yeah, maybe. Likely. You know, like, what's the point? At, at that point, it's just, like, how... Maybe, maybe Dan Hooker's got crazy flexibility where he's never been Kimura. It can always be one of those, you don't know yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. But it is the job of the referee to assume and keep the fighters safe. So the yeah, ref exactly. definitely made the good judgment call. I would have done the same exact thing. But I don't know. Maybe Dan has his case, albeit as crazy as it might sound. Mm -hmm. it's, it was like similar with like Khabib and Michael Johnson. But yeah, I want the ref to stop that because I just feel like tearing somebody's shoulder apart like that, it's so hard to come back from. And it's just like vicious. Yeah. And yeah, maybe... Maybe, like, Makachev doesn't go... I feel like at that point, you're just kind of hoping it just doesn't break. But you, there's no more defense, right? It's just hope. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's not the point of the sport, kind of. You know what I mean? A little bit. Like, yeah. you're going to get hurt. Like, the ref should just... It wasn't like you're using good defense. It's just like, fuck. 
I, I really like that when Islam finished the fight. How he's like, I don't have the best jujitsu. He's like, I have the best grappling in MMA. Grappling is different. Ah, I like okay. that he pointed that out. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah, he was like, this is real. Like, it basically, kind of like, I don't know, it's almost kind of like a, a dig at sport jujitsu almost. Because it's like, it's like, it's not jujitsu what I do. This is grappling. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is good for MMA. Your jujitsu doesn't matter. Something like that. Like, jujitsu doesn't matter. And you're like, ooh, all right. And he's not lying. Yeah, to me, it's all, it's it's all grappling. I like that he said that. But I, I, I was rooting for Dan Hooker. I had money on Dan Hooker just because those odds were so crazy. I get like that, and I probably shouldn't get like that. Like, ah, uh, I think Islam's going to win too, but those odds are pretty big. It was like six to one I got more. Yeah, it's all consistency. If you keep yeah. doing that, eventually you hit. Mm-hmm. I think they're called the black swan events. Like, you know, like you're always losing a little, but when hey, you do Glover win, won, I think big. Glover was like a plus 280 or some shit. I was so, for, before we went to Glover, with uh, Makachev, mm-hmm. do you think he beats like the winner of Poirier and Oliveira? Is there like who do you think can stop Makachev? Like, does Makachev just is he going to be the champion? I don't know. Yeah, gosh, I don't know. I, I just still feel like I haven't seen. It's funny, like I've seen so much of Makachev, but yet I still feel like I haven't seen enough to tell. Isn't it that weird? Like he, yeah, it's because he wins so dominant. But it's not like he's like pummeling you while he just wins. It's not like right. so highlight reel oriented. He just technically like dominates you and then just like puts you out. And then that's yeah. like it. And so it's not like so highlight reel, I feel. But yeah, I feel like who's going to be able to stop him? And him and Oliver would be such a great ground game because then that I mean, comment you made would be good like jujitsu versus grappling. Like. Mm. But also, I see, I can see Oliveira and Poirier potentially knocking him out too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he has been knocked out, so yeah. yeah, he just seems to be getting smarter and better, and like taking the mantle, trying to take the mantle from Khabib. Yeah, I also loved Jan versus Sanhagen. I thought that fight was, I thought that fight was the best fight of the card. Yeah, so technical, and uh, Peter Jan is just like the Terminator. He doesn't show like any emotion. Yeah. He's just like another Russian scary individual. Did you think uh, all three judges, 49, 46? Did you see it that way? Yeah, I would kind of agree with it. Okay. I feel like he lost like the first round, maybe the second. Okay, yeah, I thought the then first it's... two were definite Sanhagen. And then the next three were definite Jan. Actually, the last round I was like, oh, it was close, but I think it's Jan. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was like, oh, like maybe you see a split. So when it was all three, that was four to one. And I was like, oh, wow, that's... All right. I didn't see it that way. And so now we get to see Jan versus uh, Aljo. Yeah. I mean, we've I seen mean, it, but. Yeah, I know. But now I just feel like it's like there's so much hype behind it. and there's gonna be like Until it's announced, anger. I don't believe it's going to happen. What do you think is going to happen? I don't think Aljo's going to fight. You think he's going to what? You'd have to like retire then? or have to like No, no. I about. think Aljo's going to use like some other injury. They're going to take the title away from him. Peter Jan will be champion. Peter Jan will verse some other guy. And then like a year after that, then Aljo would be like, oh, yeah, now's the time for the rematch. He'll lose so much money, though, if he does that. Yeah. I mean, he's already been losing out on money. Both Sanhagen and Jan have fought. But he still gets the pay-per-view. I think think everyone believes that Aljo's scared. I think Aljo is scared. Yeah. Are Russians now the new dominant force in the sport? Uh, I don't know. It's perception i mean you can look at 
Izzy, Usman, and Francis and be like, are, are Nigerians taking over the sport? I don't know. I mean, they were for a second. But I, I feel like in the future, I don't know, it's like also trending with, yeah, these like Russian fighters. And Jan is a little bit different, but I feel like it's something about like their mentality, their training. I don't know. But I think it's like fascinating where you do see like certain waves. Like first it was Brazil. Then I feel like it was America. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still coming here to train as well. Yeah. But now like Russia, I could see them having like a lot of champions. Even at 145, if Zabit didn't get hurt, you know, mm. or like isn't semi-retired, like there's just like a lot of prospects that have like a lot going for them. Yeah. Where it's like if they keep progressing at this rate, like it's going to be it's very difficult to stop them. It's just a shame, at least for me personally, I don't know. I, I want to see a Russian like Fedor, like a striking Russian. Well, that's, that's like Hamzat, Jan. That's why Hamzat excites me. Okay. Hamzat could strike too, but Jan has like some of the cleanest, like prettiest strikes, like the way he moves and just hits. Polish. And, no, Peter Jan. Oh, Peter Jan. I, I'm excited to see him. I hope you're wrong and he does fight like Aljo ASAP, like as soon as possible, like hopefully oh, like February, like Super Bowl week. And then he's just clean and then he can just fight anybody. But I don't know who dethrones him right now. Maybe TJ Dillashaw. I read a comment earlier where somebody said like Dillashaw does what Jan does, but just not as clean. And I feel like that's kind of a good, I don't know. Jan, he's just like a computer. He always, he just gets better each round. And the first round is close. The second round's like kind of close, but then third, fourth, fifth, he just takes over. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Jan definitely does tend to heat up, but, but you don't want to be like a Cerrone slow starter either. Mm-hmm. But he's not. He, he just kind of is like a little bit more defensive. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think a Dillashaw fight would be really good. Better than yeah, an Aljo I, one. Yeah, definitely. But we so also are just hating on Aljo because of the last fight. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we see Aljo though. I think like, nah. I think there's a good story behind it and it'll be exciting nah. and like fun countdown. And just like, all right, awesome. I'm good if he disappears. Really? Yeah. What do I, what do we need this guy for? It's just like clown. fun to have like a, it's like fun to have like a bad guy once in a while. It's like, all right, cool. Yeah, but he's like, but he's the type of bad guy that kind of like backstepped into it. He didn't like purposely do it. You know what I mean? I and now that he's in it, he's like, all right, I'll assume the role. And you're like, yep. no, you're not playing the bad guy role. You were given the bad guy role. And now like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just want him to lose. So I think it's yeah. like, I want to see him so I could see him lose. Yeah. Fair. And, I mean, we saw like, him lose, but all right. I know, but like fairly, because yeah, he's just like so cringy. That's the word for like Aljo. A lot of things he does, it's just like a kind of cringe more than heel. I mean, I was thinking Suhudo is the king of cringe, and I love Suhudo. I do not yeah, like Aljo. I was actually gonna just bring up Suhudo. So Suhudo Jan would be a fun fight. Oh, now we're talking. That'd be so exciting. Suhudo, that's my pick. And then it's just like a great story, like gold medal Olympian, like former yep. 135 pound champion and 125 pound champion. Dude, I ride Cejudo all day. Yeah, I think Cejudo takes Jan. Yeah, he takes him down and controls him. I mean, the striking pro- wise. I mean, yeah, you could say that a lot. Of, uh, I don't know. Cejudo, I think, takes him, but it's hard to say because Cejudo hasn't fought in a very long time. But right. I also think Cejudo has built a team around him at this moment. And I don't like he's. 
doing it as he's coaching uh, Davis and Figueredo and Zhang Weilei and a few other guys. He's got like a top team together, but I don't think that's for the purpose of him coaching. I think it's for the purpose of building a team, like an elite team, so that he gets back in as well. Definitely. He doesn't seem like the type of person that's not training, not involved, and not like... Right. He's been training, but it's different when you're just training versus like competing. Yeah, but I think it's also good to rest because like he's still somewhat young and so like you're still in that mindset yeah, and we've been seeing that. older fighters win like Glover to share for example 42 yeah. years old second oldest champ but basically yeah i wonder if we're going to start seeing older fighters succeed more or if it's just like one-offs like michael not one-offs but like few and far between like michael bisbing or robbie lawler you know like people that have like gone through the sport grinded for like 10 15 years and then reach the top like that's like amazing and is that because of training habits they're just getting better like old man strength or yeah i don't know or is it they like they've taken breaks i just think it's rare and you're gonna see it rarely and so when it does you'll look like oh is this happening more no i think you just take notice when it happens that's all The stars have to align. But Glover is going to fight that guy, Jiri, now. And he has a good chance of beating Jiri. I think Jiri wins. No problem. If he takes Jiri down, I think he just dominates him. Yeah, sure. It's an if. But Glover's been taking everybody down. And he takes them down after he gets rocked. Like, I haven't been a big Glover fan. And I just had to review everything after he won yesterday because it was so wholesome and, like, awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, he dominated Jan. And he just crushed him. And he it was like in his guard, like he did the can opener, like he slowly like grinded him in the first round. And then in the second round, like Chris boxing hits him with a left and then just takes him down again, like picks his ankle and then just quickly got his back and choked him out in like two seconds, like literally like sunk it in so fast. And people like, yo, how strong must his grip be? So he started like going through his like last few fights and he's, been getting hurt they're like wars but then he is relentless with the takedown and he just grinds you down and then he just like wins and it's just like gotta be like that like old man strength mentality or something like how does he do it but it's such a beautiful story it is cool to see i i was really surprised by it i'm surprised of all the underdogs to win he was the one to win yeah but i don't know i don't know how he compares to the rest like jiri's next which is cool to see one of my fantasy guys, I believe. Um, yeah, I don't know about his chances. We'll see. Actually, now I would bet on Glover. Oh, yeah? I, huh? think, I think regardless, like, if he gets hit, it just makes sense. Like, he's been, his chin has been tested. He finally got gold. Like, you know, like, one more victory would, like, solidify. It changes his whole life. You know, like, even, like, Jeff Monson said, like, some of these people, sure. like, that are one fight away. Toby, Amada, like. I don't know. I, I wonder what it's like. Yeah, once you do win that, is there a drop off or is it like now like, oh, my God, I finally got it. But what he posted today on Twitter was like, I always dreamed of what it'd be like the next day after winning a championship. And he goes, yeah, it feels pretty good. It was like so humble and sweet, like just like mm-hmm. seems like a good dude. And I feel like, yeah, Jerry definitely hurts him next fight, but he still gets him down. And then once he gets him down, he controls him and finishes him. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the way I, I think about it. And then he loses his next one. I think Jerry hits him and he doesn't even see it coming. I don't, he's got such a good chin. I think the last time he got knocked out was Gustafson. And which is kind of cool too because Gustafson has beaten Jan 
Blachowicz, and he's beaten Glover Teixeira. So like, crazy. He beat the one and two. It's I love how it all works out. It's also what years you verse these guys and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah, it's it's crazy how that can work. Mm-hmm. But the Gustafson Glover fight was like a war as well, and I couldn't believe just how many shots Glover could take. Eventually, your chin has to break, but maybe it doesn't. He's forty-two. And a few of the chokes that he's gotten, like the people tap within like a second. It's crazy. Like he's got like something special, you know, like with his just like old man strength and just like the way he grinds it. Like, yeah, definitely reminding me of obviously like Randy Couture and like Dan mm-hmm. Henderson, you know, like there's like some of these people that bo- their bodies are like built in. and in their young 40s. I feel like it's like almost being like their young 30s like you know like they finally like get like where they are i don't know i love it it's personally motivating yeah yeah right (laughs) like at that age and it's just interesting to see dude yeah yeah, i remember when i was young i'd always root for the younger guy i'm like hell yeah younger guy now that i'm older i'm like i'm always rooting for the older guy i'm like hell yeah old guys fuck these kids exactly so i i think i think (laughs) glover takes it and then uh yeah, hopefully he just goes, you know what, I retire on top. I think it's a good matchup for him. It's definitely a fun fight. I love it. I'm all over it. Yeah. I also just like that striking, grappling. I'll always love that type of fight. Mm-hmm. Same thing when it was Islam and Hooker. Yes. Like, I always want to see the guys striking, grappling. Yeah, but I felt like there's no Hooker had no chance. And I feel bad because I just didn't care that much about the light heavyweight fight. But it's a win-win is the way I looked at it. Like, both guys seem like good people. At least Jan got to taste being a champion and has, like, a big victory over Israel. And now Glover, like... And he, like, had... He could have been champion even before this. Like, he was trying to get into the Ultimate Fighter 2, they were saying, but he had, like, visa issues and, like, random just, like, bad luck. He just kept going, 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 going. And, like, if somebody told me four years ago, like, should Glover to share and keep fighting? I'd be like, why? Like, you know, like, you had a great career. And then now he's like, that's why. Because fucking, I could still just keep getting better and he just became a champion. Such a good story. It is. It's cool. Yeah, now I'm just excited for there's the big card this week. Yep. With Usman fighting Covington. You have Michael Chandler versus Gagey. Rose versus uh, yeah. LA. Yeah. But yeah. Those are big. How do you see those fights going? I think, how do I see it going? How do I want it to go? Yeah, do both, whatever you want to do. I, I love. I mean, who doesn't love Doug Rose? But I think Zhang beats her this time. Okay. Why? Her training with Suhudo. She's training with Suhudo, and y- like, I don't want Zhang to win, especially the way or lack of grace from losing the first time. Mm-hmm. But she's just a tank. Other than that, she's been an absolute tank, both receiving and giving. The way she hits, she hits harder than any other female fighter not named Amanda Nunes. Yeah. I think it's good for the sport if she wins, you know, like another a Chinese champion and just like she's like kind of like a heel. Yeah. And she was champ. I mean, yeah. But again, she'd get to be yeah. it again and like, it'd be like yeah. a comeback. And then we'd probably see Rose versus her again. No. Yeah. And that'd be cool. I'll watch those guys fight anytime. Yeah, exactly. It's a good trilogy. And then like it helps bring uh, other people could get up and like kind of build their yeah. name and build their skills for like after that fight. I think, uh, yeah, that works perfect. I'm really excited for Gagey Chandler. That's the one I don't know how it goes. I want Gagey to win. I feel like Gagey wins. Oh, okay. Why? I feel like 
Gagey's the bigger jerk of the two, so I'm actually surprised that you want Gagey to win. You think Gagey's the bigger jerk of the two? For sure. Gagey always says insulting stuff to other fighters. Chandler, that like, yeah. Chandler's usually like, like really respectful after the fight. Great job. He's a great fighter. Yeah. Gagey's only just, done that with Khabib. Yeah, I like that. I don't know. I like, yeah, <laughs> I like oh, that he did he it with Khabib. Khabib. And you worship Khabib. That's why you like I, I love Khabib. Um, no, I just feel like Gagey was going to be like a social worker. He just bangs. Like, he has always been in a great fight. He gave Khabib potentially his toughest test. It was like up there. I don't know. Chandler sometimes feels like too clean. I don't know how to explain it, but... And he had an opportunity at the belt already. And so I'd like to see Gagey be more in the mix. And then, Wait. yeah, maybe see a fight like Gagey Makachev. Like, that would be exciting. Chandler had a fight for the belt? Didn't Chandler Oliveira? That wasn't for the interim? Yeah, right? Was that for the interim? In either instance, that argument's weird because Gagey's last fight was for the title. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they both had point. a chance. Yeah, I just... I don't know. I'm I'm excited to see Gagey. Just so I feel like he has it's been a long time. So I I don't care who I, I, either one wins. Actually, you know what? I'm probably rooting for Chandler to win a little bit more. But let's put five on it. Sure. Okay, I'll bet on Chandler. All right. Good. I got Gagey. All right. I guess we'll see how that goes. And I feel like Gagey has better power than Oliveira. Like obviously, it was a very clean shot that Oliveira hit him with, like a beautiful left hook. But I just feel like Gagey hits harder, and he's gonna eventually find Chandler's chin. Gagey just has a great chin himself. Yeah, uh, we'll see. I mean, man. that's I too. They, they both have dynamite. They both have wrestling. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm simplifying it too much, but that's just that can't be a bad fight. Who knows? I just cannot see it being a bad fight. I'll I feel never like say have, that like, again. Bad after seeing Francis Derek Lewis. Yeah, but I think the difference is with heavyweights, like they know one shot, you're dead, dead. With like Chandler and Gagey, yeah, that could happen, but well, they've also both gone you know, on, on like the record to say that, oh, I'm not stepping backward at all during this fight. Like they both went on the record, or like they're they're both they're both going aggressive. I know that that's like that. Connor said that to Poirier, and then Connor was the first one to shoot and back up. It was amazing. Yeah, Connor's such a yeah. I'm excited to see Poirier again too. Uh, yeah, so all right, we have we have a bet five dollars. Gagey Chandler. Sure. I think Gagey finishes him. Oh, I, yeah, I think I, I think it ends in finish. Yeah. Let's see how it plays out. And then how do you see Usman Covington going? Usman. Easy. Same. Is it like a five round boxing match like last time or? I think Usman finishes. All right. Same. Like just punishment. Do you see Usman taking Early. him down? Do you think there's gonna be any wrestling in this fight? Yes. Because they're both great wrestlers. They just didn't wrestle each other. And I wonder if, like, Covington's, oh, okay. like, like, strategy now. Oh, okay, like, are you talking about is... cage work being wrestling? Yeah, like, all of it. Like, yeah, grappling. Yeah, they'll be. More grappling. Yeah, they will be. I feel like that would be Covington's best bet this time. Instead of, like, a straight boxing match again. Like, but Covington, like he has such a good cardio tank. Like, I'd like to see Covington do that. That's the thing. is like, the win. things that Kobe is good at, Usman's better at. Like, Usman's also good at those things. And better, I think. So... Yeah, so if, but if Kobe could switch it up better, then like it's good enough where it's not like Usman, like they had a five round fight. Like Kobe was so close. Like, you know, like there was times I was like, oh my God, Kobe's going to win this. Do you like so, to bet on this one too? No, because I don't want to bet on Kobe. I'm, <laughs> rooting, I'm rooting for Usman. 
Oh, I have okay. to bet with my heart. But I'm just saying, I feel like I would like to see that out of Colby. I feel like that would be his best chance instead of just trying to box with Usman. Like, you are a great wrestler yourself. Yeah. Yes, it'll take out cardio. But I think you should trust your cardio is better than Usman, even though Usman also has crazy cardio. Because, like, Colby always calls himself the cardio king. And I like the way he fights in that sense. Like, he drains opponents. Like, you should... I would like to see somebody try to do that to Usman. I mean, we saw him try to do that to Usman, and Usman broke his orbital. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but they didn't. But he didn't wrestle. I don't even think he went for like a shot. Really, they had some cage work. I remember. Yeah, I think it was like some cage work, but it wasn't like he was really going for the takedown. Sometimes that's how it goes, man. I mean, the wrestling. Yeah, when the wrestling is okay, it's too risky to kind of take your shots, or you have to like. Yeah. You have to like really set it up with your strikes. And so the opportunity that presents itself to take them down just becomes really small. And sometimes you don't always get that chance. It's tough. Mm-hmm. It's not no, as simple I- as like, oh, he should just shoot. It's like, yeah, I mean, you can't just shoot without setting it up because he's not going to get it. And even if he but- shoots with setting it up, it's also not a guarantee. So it's like you got to like be really sure of it. It's tough. But Colby is good at setting it up in every fight. He, he just didn't really do that though. against Usman. I just feel like maybe there's also, obviously there's a cardio factor. Maybe there's like a fear factor where like you don't get the takedown and then you give the other person like utmost confidence, like, ha, like now I know I could stop that. Not even but confidence, I still feel but like, potentially the round. So some yeah. people wait to pull the trigger because they're like, if I pull the trigger and miss right now, then he might get me. Yeah. So it's always like it's like this waiting game. Like, ah, oh, you know what? I got four minutes. Oh, you know what? I got three more minutes. Oh, I'll, I'll get in the next two minutes. And then all of a sudden, the round goes by and you didn't do it. It's a fighter's nightmare, but it happens. Is, is Colby's best chance to make it sloppier or to just make it clean? Because I feel like if it's clean, then I don't, I don't know what that means. Wins. I know we've talked about this before, making things sloppy. I don't know what that means. Like kind of just like more of a fight, like not so technical, like. You don't really get to try to break them tied. No, but you could enforce it. Like Colby does that to people. Like he breaks them cardio wise and he like gets them tired and he outpaces them. That's what he does. Yeah. And then it turns like, then it becomes like, then yeah, he just wrecks them. That's the thing. I don't think he could outpace Usman. That's why I I just don't think he's got a chance. Yeah. I like to believe he does have a chance because that first fight was so close, but Usman's getting better. But I don't know if Colby's probably getting better, but Usman just looks like he's getting so much better. Yes. I'm just dominating people. It's crazy. Yep. Either way, I hope it's like a good, clean fight. And then I'm, I'm really excited for the welterweight because then we get Leon versus Masvidal. And then where Maybe does Hamzat the end up? That is Hamzat. Yeah. I just don't see Leon, if he beats Masvidal, not getting the title shot then. So then yeah. it would be Hamzat versus Colby. I don't see Which, that happening either. That's what I'm I saying. Like, would, I don't think Masvidal, Leon, Colby, like no one's going to take the fight. I think then it ha- that if it's if it plays out that way, because I think Colby comes out, sells mad tickets. And I think it's like funny and hilarious. And sure. It won't happen. And I think, yeah. But then it would have to be Gilbert Burns or I think your Burns Boy. bet is the one. I think they mentioned Mike Kessia too, but I don't know. I could, I would enjoy that, but then after he beats, if he beats Kiesa, I think maybe he just jumps the line and then gets a title shot anyway. I don't know, because Usman already beat everybody. It's tough. We'll see. Gilbert, Gilbert, 
Kamzad, I think, is the best fight to make. Yeah. And Gilbert would take that fight. I just feel like he doesn't give a fuck. Like, he is one of the baddest fuck. He's always stepping up. And if Kamzad beats Burns in dominating fashion, then it's like, oh, my God, this guy is like Khabib. Like, can be a freak. Better. Yeah, better. I, I think I, I like Hamzat a lot more because with Khabib, it's not going to knock you out. Hamzat can knock you out. So I think it's and, just in terms of potential finishes and how fast and how little he gets hit, uh, I'm Team Hamzat for sure. And I like that he also went to 185 and he wants to fight everywhere. To me, like right. that these, mentality is these just These are the like reasons why I spot. don't like Khabib. These are the reasons why I love Hamzat. And Khabib eventually was only just fighting once a year for like the last like seven years. And so Kamzat has already fought four times in like a little over a year. He's and it's because he had COVID. Four. Yeah. No, but he has like nine other fights too. Okay. There's like, there's stories about Kamzat, like how he went trade, like his friends invited him to go to an MMA gym one day. And like, so he went and then a few people after the class were like, yeah, when were you pro? Cause like, this was my first day. Like he has like some freak ability. Like I think that is like, uh, I don't know. I'm just really excited. I'm obviously on that train. So it's exciting. But he's still just starting kind of. Yeah. So after next week though, I feel like so much opens up where it's like, oh my God. I'm excited like, so to see where he gets ranked. I think that's like the biggest outcome is not like people are like, oh, who's going to fight who? Who's going to fight this person? Who's next for this champ? What's the, the biggest thing I'm waiting for is what are you rating Hamzat? I think they probably give him like nine, eight. He beat 11, you know, he crushed him like maybe as high as six. Right. Well, that'll tell you who he's fighting. So like a Chiesa, that would make sense. They're close. And I think they mentioned Neil Magny a little, but it just like feels yeah. like they love him so much. I get So he's no more than two fights away from the championship, though. It'd be it, there's no way it's two wins two. like he's been getting. Yes. I would say if it's one win like he's getting, they're going to be like, yeah, we got to, this is, we could sell this because he's, no one's been this dominating. If it's like this, I mean, where he doesn't even get punched. Correct. Yeah. If he does that Maybe. to Kiesa, then it's kind of like, holy fuck. Like he's doing it to the top 10 guy now. Maybe they give him Burns or Leon. But like you said, yeah, no, nobody I, I wants think... to fight. So then he'll just get the championship because Usman will be like, I'll do it. Right. I think because everyone else has versed Usman already above him, that if he beats Kiesa, then yeah, there is a chance for that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because, because no one's going to take that fight. Right. They're going to be like, yeah, I don't want to deal with this shit. Only Gilbert would. Yeah. So we'll say, and I mean, so you I, might have a Kiesa and then a Gilbert. Like, it's possible. Exactly. It could be yeah. that. Mm -hmm. But I have a feeling it's more likely one or the other and then the championship or both of them then the championship. But that's it. There's no Yo, other. I also see Hamza. He's kind of crazy. Like I could see him even still taking fights at middleweight too, though. Dude, him versus Izzy. Like if he could take him down, like that easy, would be so easy. Dude, but I'm just saying, I'm on the he, the way he's like looking right now. Maybe he is special. Look what uh, John Jones did. You know, I'm not saying they come around that often, but maybe. And it's just good matchups. Like I feel like Hamza Whitaker is different than Hamza Izzy. Like, Izzy can be taken down, you know? Like, so just ma MMA, ma like, matchup-wise, like, Kamzat, I think, could do quite good. I think that would be Izzy's weakness, right, as, like, a stellar wrestler. I'm hoping Whitaker wrestles Izzy. We're going to see, like, how that goes down. I think that happens in February. But Kamzat could take him down, and that could be... Izzy can knock out Hamzat. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, Izzy has knocked out people that haven't even been knocked down. So, yeah, 
Yeah, it would be. I, I'm just. He's definitely the part of the sport that makes me most excited right now. I'm with you, man. I'm all about this hype train. Let's say Covington wins. Mm-hmm. Is Masvidal next? If he beats Leon, it's whoever wins, right? Leon. Yeah, I think I think Dana has. Uh, it's a win-win. Because, yeah, if Masvidal beats Edwards, mm-hmm. then maybe they give it to Masvidal because it's fun. Or maybe Usman, it's just a trilogy, and it's an amazing trilogy. So that's my point, is, like, Usman definitely seems like he's owed an instant rematch. But what might sell more could be Masvidal. Could even yeah. be Leon. Leon Colby isn't that exciting. I think... Yeah, Masvidal Colby, Kamaro Colby, or Kamza Colby are the exciting fight. Actually, even like Wonder Boy Colby would be awesome. Like the nicest guy in the sport versus like the biggest bad guy in the sport or something yeah. would be like so much. A good matchup too. I would love to see Wonder Boy like follow like Glover and just be one of these like late age champions that like finally fucking made it. Dude, the UFC would hate if Colby and Leon wins. Yeah, that would be the most boring. Then, but then you'd get Usman 100%. Usman, Kobe trilogy would be amazing. Yeah. Maybe it would be good for, like, I don't know. But Usman just gives me GSP vibes, where I think he's, like, maybe the most underrated fighter in the world right now. Well, I think they rank him number one pound for pound, so I don't say it's underrated. But, yeah. In the eyes of people, like regular people, like, people don't really know I don't think like the average person knows who Usman is. I think the average person sometimes knew who like George St. Pierre was though. Yeah. You know, like, like that, just like recognition. Yeah. And when George St. Pierre was fighting people, like, oh yeah, he's one of the great. Yep. But I don't, I don't know if people say that yet about Usman, but he will be soon, especially if he wins this one. And then like another, he cleaned it out. I would love to see Usman Izzy too. If I'm Usman, maybe that's what I do. Avoid losing to somebody like Kamzat or whatever. Already look like a great champion, and then just go up and grab welterweight and then retire because he did say his like knees are fucked up and his body's hurt. Like that would be forever. sick, but I don't think those guys fight each other. They like each other. They're like a team. Yeah, but I think Ali or somebody said that uh, Usman would think about it, like consider. Usman said he'd never fight Khabib, but, but I don't think he said that about Israel. Oh. Oh, because Ali is his uh, coach, is his uh, manager. manager. And he, yeah, he did an interview where he said, I'd like to see Usman go up, challenge for the belt once. Ali says a lot of shit. Yeah, but I feel like he cares about legacy. He's so like mentally strong. Like, he wants to be one of the greatest ever. Like, I think to be the greatest ever, you can't do it just in your weight class. I think you have to go to multiple weight classes to be considered the best ever. Maybe. If GSP doesn't go up and beat Mike Bisping in middleweight, he's still in the conversation for it. Exactly, but it just helps your conversation so much more. Definitely. And if, if GSP did it more, then I think there'd be no doubt he's the best ever. What about going down in weight? We don't see that track. Like being a champion and then trying to go down and be a champ. Oh, wait. DC no. kind of did it. Yeah. He was a heavyweight, but then he left for Kane, so Kane could be the heavyweight champion. And right. Then, uh, and I think DC did say Kane was better than him. I think a lot like, of people say Kane was the best of all time. Like yeah, if he just did, a peak didn't Kane. Get mm-hmm. If he never got hurt, all these different things. He was like, he was the chosen one. He was supposed to be the greatest ever. Yeah, Kane versus Brock was definitely one of my favorite fights ever yeah. to watch. Yeah, they said yeah. no one ever beat Kane in training. She had such a cool name too, like Kane, like such a beast. Yeah. 
And he just doesn't get tired for a heavyweight. That's like so yep. intimidating. He murdered Nog. I felt so bad. Speaking of heavyweights, did you see Junior Dos Santos is pro wrestling now? No, is he? Good for him. Oh, yeah, you didn't see. Yeah, he had a match and everything. Yep. I love Junior. He's in AEW. And, like, considering that was his first professional match, damn, he didn't look too bad. What would look bad in, like, a pro wrestling match? You just tell the spots, like, how many steps they're taking, the way they come off the rope, or just botches, like, just throwing things missing them not landing the right way mm. just, you could tell all these things he's doing all right man i would have loved to see dos santos versus uh brock lesnar i felt like there was a chance that was going to happen too yeah i feel like brock is like who you want to see everybody fight like he's like yeah, the bad guy in like a video game like he's the boss and like i wish everybody fought him fedor brock i wish a younger randy couture fought brock yeah. that would have been like oh I would have like changed things. I yep. feel like, but by that time he's so like so much older. But yeah, I feel like Randy. That would have been beautiful to watch too. Yep. Yeah, love these old guys. <laughs> old and young. Anything else? How's your training going? Yeah, pretty decent. I went from once a week to now twice a week. <laughs> so like, I'm just trying to be consistent and improve and go. Doubled up. Yeah, exactly. And then now I gotta get it to like three times. There you so, go. Look out for Greg to join you, too, because that week you'll have to go because I think he's trying to go, like, all the time. I was cheap yesterday for uh, Halloween. I just wore my gi out. Oh, and, one of those. And so I did that. Yeah, I figured that was, like, one of those. But I was drunk, and I was having a good time, and nice. I was trying to get everybody to do jiu-jitsu. So I feel like I got a few people like, yo, let's go. Like, we'll, we'll go to an open mat, and it'll be fun. Oh, you know? sick. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, why Sweet. not? Sweet. But yeah, just trying to get better incrementally and still stay in sometimes. Yeah, I just have to go more. Not fair. I hope Greg hits you up soon. I want him to go in and I want you guys to train together and I want him to force you to go more essentially. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But it'll be a good time. I, I, yeah, I, I could. Greg's always a lot of fun. So. And it's always fun to bring new people into the world and then yeah. just like you have something new to talk about and like something new to share. Yeah, there was a new guy. In uh, Muay Thai sparring this last weekend, the first guy I encounter in sparring, he's like, oh, it's my first day sparring. I was like, oh, man, all right. And he's like, just don't kill me. I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm not going to kill you, dude. But, uh, you know, he was all right. But uh, I think he sat out after, like, the third round. He was just done, so dead. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's like, oh, my gosh. He's like, I felt so stiff couldn't hit anyone i was putting way too much into everything and i was so tired and i'm like that's kind of how it is yeah oh my tight training would be scary i would like to do it for a week yeah but you know like like you just you gotta tell people if you don't tell people then they might just piece you up before they know it you know tell people you're new maybe i'll just lie like you know i've trained for just to to see like how i could hold up like oh my god Uh, i think most people when they spar with someone new they throw out a few jabs and just see how the other person reacts and then Mm -hmm. right away they can kind of gauge that'll be next on the the bucket list it's always fun all right yeah that's good i think that's good for tonight hamzat all the way i know man i just want to see him fight everybody i want to see him fight colby i feel like that would be like a that would be cool he would be like all MAGA, you know? And then here's like this 
fucking Chechen Muslim rebel. (laughs) Also like Sweden, like super liberal. I feel like, yeah, I don't know. It's, It's funny. Yeah, it's like a weird combination. And Colby would just dominate him in like the talking portion, but then comes up like, I'll murder you. And I would yeah. just be fun to watch. Like, I want to see that fight. Like, I just feel like it would be great. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah, Welterweight just gets their act together. And hopefully, Kamzat forces it. Like, he just keeps fucking fighting, going, like, No, give me another fight. Give me another fight. Give me another fight. And they just can't yeah. do it. And, and just makes everybody else look so weak because he's obviously be like, Oh, I'll fight anybody. So if that's why does. I think it can help if he takes a middleweight fight. If he doesn't get any welterweight fights, he's like, all right, fine. And he just starts fighting middleweights. And he's like, yeah, it's because you guys don't fucking fight. So he's like, I'm just here to fight. Like, I exactly. think I'll even sell the case more. Yeah, beat a Cassia and then beat like a number 12 ranked middleweight. Middleweight. Like fight yeah, Chris Weidman. Exactly. Like fight yep. Chris Weidman or something like that. And then yep. that and, and then, oh, shit, he beat that guy too. And then Usman will definitely take it. Or, yeah, then you get burned or something. But it would be fun to just see him to continue to do that. And we would just like respect it. Yeah. Yeah. Comes that wide middle guy fun. that earns two title shots potential. Do you know what I mean? Because most guys win a title and that automatically justifies another title. But we've never mm-hmm. seen a guy really work into two weight classes. It would I, be really cool to see that. I think it's also most people need so much time in between fights. Do you think it would be healthier for people? Like, part of me doesn't understand, like, the full camps and going so intense in the camps and then fluctuating where, like, you know, people like the Diaz brothers, they say, like, you should always be ready. Like, what if you did fight once every, like, three, four months? Wouldn't you just be sharper because you don't need as intense of a camp because you're always training, but then maybe you have, like, a two-week camp before, a three-week, you know? Uh, Max Holloway does no sparring. Exactly, like... Is it a lifetime, though? Like, that's the difference. Like, guys can't really do that. And I think it doesn't work for everybody. Like, guys need the timing. I know every time I take a break, however long the break is, it can be just a few weeks, especially in terms of uh, striking. But it happened in jiu-jitsu, too. I took a five-year layoff. The timing was all gone. In five years, you're like, all right, that makes sense. But even in the times I've taken, like, two, three weeks off, still the timing's off. But for striking, it's way off. Because everything happens fast and striking. We're like, I'm saying, do. so like, I, I think like when you have time off, it's a, it's like from sparring specifically, because that's what it's really doing is like building the reaction time, the reads. That's hard. I'm saying never stop, but you just train at like 20%. So you're not hurting yourself. You're not getting CTE. You're not like damaging yourself. And when you do fight, you can fight more often but you're getting less overall trauma to your body, but you're just doing like for us, a hobby was talking about this. I just don't think that's practical. Like I I, like, how could you fight full speed, but not full power? It's hard. Maybe don't even go full speed. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like timing is off. Like that's, what's tough, but you're fighting. Like when you don't have a punch being thrown at you at full speed, when it is at full speed, it's, it's crazy hard. Yeah. Yeah, I, would I don't just know like how to see Max these people. does it. I think Max is a fucking freak. I have no idea. Because I know me personally, I need the timing every week just to keep it. But I feel like you're still doing stuff. You move, you like you kind of spar, but you just spar light. And so you're like still working on sparring. Then- I mean, most camps you do spar. Like sparring is considered like you're not trying to knock someone out. You're trying to like basically score on them. That's what sparring usually like. 
who's winning the exchange. You're not trying to knock someone out, though. But you're trying to hit them. Mm -hmm. But, like, when you're going into a fight, it is way different. It's not sparring. There's even guys that are really good at sparring and aren't good at, like, once they get to the fight because it's different intensity. Maybe what I'm trying to say is, like, I'd fight like it's a season. So say you have, like, an eight-week camp. Yeah. All right, then just fight every other month and just stay in shape and then take six months off. You know what I mean? Where, like, I feel like once you fight and say you win and you do well, it's got to be frustrating to take six months off. Like, you're still, you're already in the best shape that you're in. Or does that fight, like, just destroy you that much where, like, I guess it depends on the quality of the fight. But sometimes, like, if I had an easy fight and you win convincingly and you don't take much damage, why wouldn't you want to fight right away again and then there's take some time off? There's other things that contribute to that because there's a weight cut that's also jeopardizing your mm. health in addition to the CTE. There's also just the travel. Like, it's a bitch. You know, like, I, I just, I could see all these things. Like, people don't want to do that. It's hard to stay on your diet. It's hard to travel. It's hard to cut the weight. It's hard to take that abuse. So if you didn't have to cut the weight, though, then theoretically you'd be making more money. You'd be fighting more. You'd be better. Maybe, but maybe people don't want to fight as me. You, yeah, I don't know. But that's like your opportunity to make so much money. Yeah, so but you could also lose out because like they always have to think about like kind of like the long term, their ranking, their standing. So like if they're fighting a lot, they jeopardize their standing more. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, it becomes but tough. Cerrone, like, do... Go ahead. I, I get what you're I get what you're saying, but like Cerrone and people proved like even if you lose, but people like you, that's better. Yes. Your overall career. Dan Hooker, but, even Dan Hooker's going to always fight, even though he's not doing as well now, like he's game. So I'll always I feel like, in. yeah, but I I'd mean, rather I'd, be somebody like that. Maybe these guys are just exceptions, though. I don't know if anyone, everyone can do that. Yeah. But Kevin Holland is on his way to do that. You know, like he's always just trying he just to just got hurt. Cumulative. It's inevitable. Yeah. Whatever. Man, I, I'm on I would love train. that personally. Yeah. Yeah. I want to see. I want to see Kamzo fight again in the next like two months. And just force everybody to be like, yo, I'm insane. Dude, three like, weeks. Build that, just, yeah, build that aura. The, actually, my favorite fight that I wanted to see that I wish I could see right now, which would, if I was Dana White, just to fuck with everybody, have Kamzat fight Sean Strickland next week. Like the fight that was canceled Ooh. where it was Strickland versus Luke Rockhold. That'd yeah, have, that would be so, like, they're both the only two people that talk about killing people. And I just feel like Kamzat Strickland, like that would Everybody would matchmaking. That's really good. Everybody would love Kamzat if he won. That would be over. And if he yeah. could do it to somebody like Strickland, it's like, well, wait up. You do that 185 and 175. Then Usman and Izzy are both like, yo, what the fuck? And you created like Dang. the greatest hype train maybe since Connor idea. and past Connor. But I don't know if they'll ever allow that like next week. But that would be if he did that and, and succeeded. The commission would approve it. Yeah, he could. New York's commission is notorious, though, for being, like... Weird, yeah. Shitty, yeah. And would Strickland take it? I feel like Strickland would have to take it because he would look... It, assuming he's training, you know, like, if, if he was. But I feel like Strickland is that type of person, too, where he's like, I love fighting. Like, all right, like, I would look like a bitch if I didn't take like, I it. Think, I think our job should be to push out a graphic and just put that idea in people's minds. Yo, maybe last minute. <laughs> right? That would be... Oh. But yeah, Strickland comes up, but I'm pretty positive that they said, no, we want to do 170 first, then 185. Like, we'll go less up and down. But who uh, knows? People change their minds. People yep. see money and dollar signs and things open up and they'll be like, man, 
Yeah, man. He's going to win the fantasy thing. Maybe we'll see. We'll subs. see, man. We got a lot of fights coming up. All of our all of our guys pretty much that we picked are um are pretty much due for fights. Maybe not official, but they have like their next fight lined up. Pretty much everybody now. You want me to pull it up? I still have it. Yeah. Yeah, I have Adesanya, Poirier, Makachev, Shevchenko, Nunez, Holloway, O'Malley, Moreno, Volkanovski, Whitaker. You have Nagano, Usman, Shemaev, Peter Jan. You have Jan Blakowicz too. Um, you have mm-hmm. Yuri Proyaska. Uh, and you have Thug Rose, Oliveira, Gagey, and Diaz. Okay. Okay. That's so I showed total disrespect to Glover. I went Yuri and uh, Jan. Yep. yep. So we'll see. I mean, uh, you've got Nagano, Usman. You just had Shamayev win. I don't think any of your guys have fought since you picked them outside of Peter Jan and Shamayev. Yeah, they're going to have to streak. But I think my guys, Poirier, my guys, it was Makachev and Shevchenko have fought and Volt. That's it, I think, so far. We shall see. We shall see. But yeah, it's like six months from now, pretty much all of our guys have fought. Things are going to be wild in six months. We might have just new champions across the board everywhere. Yeah, should be cool. All right, brother. All right, man. Hey, guys, this is Arturo, and I just want to promote a project that I've been working on. And if you are interested in fantasy football, particularly daily fantasy football, I've helped create an app. It is called FRS Fantasy Sports. It could be found on Apple or Android. Uh, We do things a little bit differently than FanDuel and DraftKings. We pick the stats. You pick the player that you think is going to perform best in those stats. We definitely have some unusual stats. Who will kick the longest field goal? Who will have the longest catch? Who will have the longest rush? This is what makes the game kind of fun. If you know the game of football and you're interested, check it out. It's FRS Fantasy Sports. Thanks for listening to the Philosophy of Fighting podcast. If you have any questions, suggestions, or if you would like to fight us, Send us a DM on Instagram at philosophy underscore fighting.